Welcome to Furniture Industry News for October 27th, 2023, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover the decrease in spot container rates, the increase in due diligence from retailers when closing businesses, Overstock's success with TAM new customers, and Amazon's strong Q3 performance and Q4 sales expectations. slower business and challenging economic conditions do not necessarily equate to an increase in stores going out of business, according to Tom Little, Senior Vice President of Planned Furniture Promotions. While many assume that PFP's business is flourishing, Liddell explained that not every opportunity aligns with their company's goals and services. He noted that just because a store is closing down does not automatically make it a suitable opportunity for PFP. However, Liddell did mention that PFP has observed an increase in businesses conducting due diligence. When retailers reach out, PFP provides them with an exit strategy document outlining key considerations. While PFP is not actively running those events, retailers are researching and preparing for the closure of their stores. Liddell shared a variety of reasons he has heard from retailers for closing down, including factors such as lack of business, tighter margins, and staffing issues. Some retailers struggle to find loyal and long-term salespeople or delivery staff. Additionally, owning real estate can be a valuable asset and a potential centerpiece for a retailer's retirement plan. Liddell emphasized the importance of retailers knowing when it is the right time to say goodbye. Waiting too long can prove to be costly as potential cash flow and profits may diminish over time. Liddell advised retailers not to delay if they notice a downward trend in their business, as delaying action can result in missed opportunities for financial gain. Spot container rates in the supply chain industry have recently hit a three-year low, dropping below pre-pandemic levels. Over the past two months, rates have fallen approximately 25%. This decline signifies a significant shift from the peak rates of over $10,000 per container that were observed during the height of the pandemic. According to Drury, a container price tracker, the average spot rate this week was $1,342, a decrease of 2%. Comparing this to the same period last year, rates have dropped by a staggering 57%. Furthermore, these rates are now 6% lower than the average rate seen in 2019 before the pandemic started. The decline in spot rates has been gradual, but the current levels are the lowest they have been in three years. In fact, they are now nearly 10 times lower than the peak rate observed in September 2021. For specific trade routes, rates from Shanghai to Los Angeles fell by 1% this week, while rates from Shanghai to New York decreased by 3%. Interestingly, the prices for the Shanghai to New York route are falling at a slightly faster pace, indicating a potential convergence with the rates for Shanghai to Los Angeles. This recent drop in spot container rates is a significant development in the supply chain industry. It remains to be seen how these lower rates will impact various stakeholders in the global trade network and whether they will continue to trend downwards in the coming months. The recent relaunch of Bed Bath & Beyond under the new brand name Beyond Inc. has attracted a promising group of new customers. These customers, referred to as TAM New Customers by brand owner Overstock, are individuals whose email addresses were not present in the pre-acquisition Overstock database or the legacy BBB database. 
Instead, they discovered the site through search engines within the first 60 days after the relaunch, without any targeted offers from the company. Overstock has shared insights on its customer segments and their purchasing behavior during August and September. The first segment includes legacy Overstock customers, who were already part of Overstock's database before the relaunch, including some legacy BBB customers. This group accounted for 66% of orders, with top purchase categories being decor, bedding, furniture, excluding patio, and rugs. They remain the most profitable group in terms of contribution to margin. The second segment consists of legacy Bed Bath & Beyond customers, who were acquired through Bed Bath & Beyond's customer file and did not previously exist in Overstock's legacy file. These customers accounted for 10% of orders, as expected since they were new to the site. Their top purchase categories were bedding, decor, kitchen, and furniture, excluding patio. However, their contribution to margin was diluted due to the company's investment in bonus offers to encourage mobile app downloads. The third segment, TAM New Customers, comprised customers with email accounts not found in either Overstock or Bed Bath & Beyond's legacy databases. They accounted for 23% of orders, with top purchase categories being decor, furniture, excluding patio, bedding, and rugs. This group had the highest average unit retail among the three segments. Overstock aims to grow its customer base from 4.9 million active customers in the third quarter to 10 million active customers over the next five years. The company sees customer acquisition and expanding its reach as crucial metrics for success. Amazon has announced strong financial results for the third quarter, with net sales increasing by 13% to reach $143.1 billion. The company's North American segment experienced an 11% year-over-year growth, generating $87.9 billion in sales, while the international segment saw a 16% increase, reaching $32.1 billion. Amazon Web Services, the company's cloud division, also showed solid performance with a 12% quarterly increase to $23.1 billion. Andy Jassy, CEO of Amazon, attributed the success to various factors, including advancements in cost-effective and speedy delivery, the stability of AWS, robust advertising revenue growth, and significant increases in operating income and free cash flow. Operating income for the quarter rose to $11.2 billion, representing a 343% increase compared to the same quarter in 2022. Additionally, free cash flow improved to $21.4 billion for the trailing 12 months, compared to an outflow of $19.7 billion in the previous year. During an earnings call, CFO Brian Olsavsky highlighted that customers continue to exhibit cautious spending behavior, seeking out deals, and trading down on prices. He also mentioned that Amazon has set records for delivery speed throughout the year, resulting in increased purchase frequency among Prime members. Jassy credited the success to Amazon's move from a single national fulfillment network to eight distinct regions, which has reduced costs and improved delivery times. Jassy also expressed the company's commitment to advancing generative artificial intelligence across its businesses, including AWS, advertising, and Alexa. He emphasized that Amazon has numerous AI projects in the pipeline to enhance customer experiences. For the final quarter of the year, Amazon projects net sales between $160 billion and $167 billion, 
representing a growth rate of 7% to 12% compared to Q4 2022. Operating income is estimated to range from $7 billion to $10 billion, up from $2.7 billion in the same quarter last year. Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry. And make sure to subscribe for future episodes.